0: Planet Express. I'm Dan McMasters, and I'll be your retreat leader for a week of fun and personal empowerment. I hope you're happy. Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Comedy Central reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled.
1: I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 24, Murder on the Planet Express. Ben, have you ever been on a really bad corporate retreat? Thankfully, no. I have avoided them up till this point.
0: Congratulations. Um,
1: granted, I think the reason why I avoided them is because for uh it it's still the longest job i ever had so for for the majority of my adult life uh i have worked i had worked uh no longer do but i worked uh at a uh i, I was a contractor for the United States department of agriculture okay where uh i don't think corporate retreat was ever one time ever even considered to be <laughs> in the budget
0: oh boy i've been on some retreats and offsites in my day and they're all kind of fine
1: uh they don't sound very fine from the way you described them. i
0: will say that a decent amount of them end in a happy hour which is okay but that's also because i'm in the private sector
1: yeah that definitely <laughs> that would not de- have
0: happened at the <laughs> usda i can guarantee you that yeah not not at all i feel like the corporate retreat that most people are more suited to that don't end in a happy hour um i did a lot of when i was in uh uh, church camp okay because you know jesus because jesus Mm -hmm. and you had to do trust falls and ropes courses and be outside and that sucked but you know jesus Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucked, but at least Jesus was there. You it's got true. to hang out, get his autograph. Yeah, there were there were even some times where I was just tired of walking, and, and there was only one <laughs> set of footsteps, and and that's when Jesus carried me. Uh huh. Yep. Seeing we we got it. We also, got it you know, one. my other friends because we were in a ropes course, and that's mm-hmm. you don't have footsteps there. Uh huh. So, um,
1: yeah, no, it is always funny to me when you are talking about working in your you know hip, uh, mm-hmm. private sector job um where the hippest where you're like yeah cool we had a we had a afternoon meeting and now i'm drunk at three because they had beer Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah cool so uh when i was working as a contractor for the federal government uh, one time they found an empty bottle of vodka in the men's room trash, and they sent out a building-wide email reminding everybody that you will be fired immediately for possessing alcohol totally closed in the building because, you know, blah, 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 sure. federal, whatever.
0: Federal, whatever. It's so
1: it's two very different worlds that you and I come mm-hmm. from.
0: I shouldn't mention that every other Wednesday during our sprint planning procedure as part of the agile software development process, uh, my Scrum Master brings multiple bottles of champagne for mimosas, should I?
1: No, you probably should not mention the thing you just mentioned.
0: Excellent. Well, re- I will <laughs> retract that statement. I- ignore it, please. Uh.
1: So no, we never did any sort of corporate retreats. Um. I mean, hell, I don't think we ever did like any like icebreakers it was like guess what you're working here now you immediately have to trust everyone you work with bye
0: you know yeah that hmm that
1: sucks uh-huh we had um I, I worked with uh basically a bunch of old dudes one dude looked like santa claus and he actually sure. uh uh, this time of year, he would moonlight as a, a Santa for hire, well, which that, was that's just smart is pretty cool. Yeah, smart I economics. mean, if if you've got it, flaunt it, and that applies to Santa looks and beards to yeah. Santa bod.
0: God, what hashtag squad goals?
1: I mean, I feel hashtag like bod goals. I feel like once you start going a little gray, my dude, I think you could pull off that Santa. Mm. I think you could do it. You'd have, to, you'd have to grow out the beard a little bit. Yeah,
0: that's the thing, and I don't think I don't think anybody wants that to be honest. <laughs>
1: the children want it so <laughs> they can talk to santa anyways i don't have any other things to add about corporate retreats or working as a contractor for the federal government mm-hmm. also before anybody like decides to try to contact me i had i was low level tech support for mm-hmm. the government so i don't have any sort of knowledge of anything mm-hmm. so but thank you for
0: contacting ben uh huh and if and I, as the hip private sector one, don't know anything about anything.
1: That's what happens when you get drunk at three p.m. at your weekly meeting. I'm just saying. <laughs> so let's talk about season seven, episode twenty-four: Murder on the Planet Express.
0: Uh, we are we start at the robot arms, and Fry is waking up, and uh, he's about to brush his teeth. Uh, Bender's like, <laughs> "Are you going to brush your teeth?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, he is straight up giddy for this dental hygiene.
0: Mm -hmm. Fry is concerned because Bender is acting this way uh, because something is very funny to Bender.
1: And he's about to brush his teeth and then he looks down at the toothbrush and he notices a bunch of little metal flakes.
0: He, He thinks they look like ass flakes.
1: I'm impressed that, I mean, you have to be a real connoisseur of the ass to know the difference between metal ass flakes and metal flakes of other types.
0: I imagine, well, it is Bender, and he d- does describe his shiny metal ass, so he, he it, it's almost assumed in my case that he takes care of his ass differently than he takes care of everything else. He's got a whole ass routine, is he's what got, you're saying. Yes, of okay. course. Like, like some people have skincare routines, he's got an ass care routine. It's important to take care of the things you love. Hey, man, you got to make sure you got the moneymaker working. True. And for Bender, that's shiny metal ass. he is all about that ass he is all about that
1: ass no trouble so uh, thank you so (laughs) uh anyways yes uh he notices these these flakes and he says have you been using my toothbrush to polish your ass again
0: i like the word again in that quote
1: i mean maybe that's how he knows the difference between normal flakes and ass flakes
0: uh it's true it's happened before Bender doesn't, denies that he'd do such a thing to a friend every single night while he's sleeping.
1: Fry looks very suspicious mm-hmm. and very then, similar
0: to the not sure if. Uh huh.
1: It is kind of a throwback to the not sure if. Yeah. Man. And uh, so fr- uh, it it cuts to Fry walking into a spy supply store for your eyes mainly. Number nine is working there because, Mm -hmm. again, we're trying to get apparently literally every Futurama character that has ever existed back in here before we close this mother down. I mean,
0: you got to get everybody out for the curtain call.
1: And uh, so he's working the shop and Fry says that he wants a hidden camera for his bathroom. Uh, And, you know, nobody really calls attention to that. Yeah, it's concerning. Um, it's a very
0: it's a it's a very concerning thing that he says and no one calls out at all.
1: I mean he does explain that he wants it because he's he's trying to catch his roommate using his toothbrush. But
0: I, I wouldn't believe I it. would
1: expect a little bit of like if if I walked into a place and I was like, I need a hidden camera for my bathroom, I would expect Some sort of expression on the face of the sales clerk in question Mm -hmm. uh, before I finish explaining it's because I want to catch my cat getting into trouble because that's what they do.
0: Right. Because bathroom is a very private place. And yeah. It's it's where one goes to eliminate waste.
1: Thank you. Dictionary.com. Webster's Dictionary defines... (laughs) Um. Wait. How does Webster's Dictionary define bathroom? <laughs> uh,
0: I I don't think I'll ever understand what triggers the wh- I. Oh, I have to Google this uh, reflex. But I'm it's glad called, it triggers it. It's
1: called ADHD. <laughs> Look it up. Definition of bathroom: One, a room containing a bathtub or shower and usually a sink and toilet. Two. What? lavatory sense 2 so you have to click through to lavatory sure definition of lavatory a vessel such as a basin for washing especially a fixed bowl or basin with running water and a drain pipe for washing 2 a room with conveniences for washing and usually with one or more toilets 3 toilet sense 1a. So just you're just going to be clicking through to different yeah. definitions for ages. Thanks uh-huh. dictionary.
0: Thank you dictionary. Also, I want to the, the bathroom is a where a bathtub is and possibly a sink and toilet? I mean I, I mean that must be a very very historical one because you'd have a big room with just a tub in it. I feel like maybe
1: this is sort of a a regional difference because in England, ah, that's true. they call a room with a toilet the toilet.
0: Mm-hmm. I think they also call it the loo.
1: Yes, that is also true. But he,
0: I've been places where they call it the water closet.
1: But here we say bathroom, regardless of whether or not... There is a bath within it. Correct. So yeah, I don't know. And then restroom, which is... A place where you rest. So anyways...
0: <laughs> and eliminate waste.
1: I mean, anywhere is a place you eliminate waste if you eliminate waste there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for the tautology. It's wonderful. Thank you.
1: I mean, I, I have a feeling that if I... Office. A <laughs> place where you work and eliminate waste, if you so choose to eliminate waste there.
0: Uh-huh. But the, the problem is, if you eliminate waste there in the wrong way, you will no longer work in that office.
1: Who said you worked there to begin with? So anyways... Uh, <laughs> this n- this <laughs> hypothetical has gotten more and more challenging as we moved on. Fry wants the hidden camera. <laughs> And Nine is uh totally cool uh, helping him out. Mm-hmm. Um he does the thing that he always does where he like grabs stuff and points to stuff with his feet for some reason and it, it leads to a very challenging image where he is holding up two things with his feet and holding up things with his hands, and it's like what is he perched upon? <laughs>
0: Especially because he does move into frame in a in a way that it, uh, suggests he's not sitting down.
1: Uh huh. So um, um, uh huh. It's, on it's you a very nine. it's a very challenging. I image. just want to
0: say, good on number nine.
1: Anyways, the camera is a holographic mini cam that stores data on a remote fifteen-inch floppy disk.
0: It's it's just a
1: tremendous storage device. I mean, so uh, a vinyl album. ...is 12 inches. Okay. Um, so a 15-inch floppy disk is a disk bigger than a vinyl album.
0: Mm-hmm. It's big.
1: It's very big.
0: Just think about how much you could store on that thing.
1: One might even say it is 15 inches across.
0: <laughs> y- yes. <laughs> I... Yeah.
1: I'm all about those tautologies today. <laughs> you
0: really are.
1: Fry takes it. He goes back to the Robot Arms Apartments and he takes some toothpaste sticks it to the mirror and then puts the camera right in that toothpaste so it's kind of stuck to the mirror mm. in a pretty obvious kind of fashion yeah
0: very conspicuous
1: um not uh, not exactly a great way to hide a hidden camera it
0: seems to work fine though um i do want to point out that uh number 9 does wrap it up uh as he's leaving in the foil from his hat yes
1: i forgot about that
0: it's it's <laughs> Very weird thing for it to have happened. This
1: whole scene is very weird. There's 15 inch floppy disks. Uh-huh. There's a man apparently levitating. Something
0: <laughs> I mean, you never know what he's standing on. <laughs> uh
1: There's a man buying a bathroom camera. <laughs> there's a lot. There's I a lot challenging I stuff going on. I don't on. really
0: like the phrase bathroom camera,
1: but you know, I guess it's correct. What What else are you going to call it? A lavatory camera? <laughs> Do I need to get out dictionary, uh, the Webster Dictionary site again?
0: The Lou Cam. I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. The Lou Cam. Because then it sounds a little bit like... Uh... Sounds
1: like a guy's name.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hello, I'm Lou Cam. Nice to meet you. G- Hello, Mr. Cam. Please call me Lou. Mr. Cam was my father. Uh, So, back at Planet <laughs> Express... <laughs> you gonna gonna be okay over there
0: no <laughs> no never
1: back at planet express hermes is about to get into his lunch and he opens up the fridge opens up this cooler empty his lunch has been eaten He blames Zoidberg initially, but... As I would, too. Sure.
0: I mean, he is standing right there. And it's Zoidberg. And it's Zoidberg. Zoidberg's like, I brought my own lunch today. And he holds up a boot with a bite mark out of it. And meanwhile,
1: Leela is hitting this punching bag. And Amy is practicing some golf swings. Mm -hmm. And Leela gets mad at Amy because she's like, why do you always have to use your... Uh, My punching bag for golf swinging practice, because now it's all lumpy. Uh, Amy denies it and
0: blames Leela for using golf clubs to pound dents out of the ship.
1: And so they all fight. Everybody is all of a sudden just really not trusting of anybody else at Planet Express. It,
0: It is just not. Everything is just aligning in a poor way for everyone.
1: It is not a great way to run a company.
0: It really is not. Tensions are rising, and trust is lacking.
1: We cut to the meeting room Mm -hmm. uh, where one meets and eliminates waste if someone chooses to do so.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm going to the places I go now, I'm going to be thinking about another thing. I I don't want to think
1: about it. I like the expression you keep getting on your face every time (laughs) I say that. Like I have just punched you in the metaphorical gut.
0: Or pooped in my Cheerios. (laughs) Because you're talking about eliminating waste everywhere, why not the Cheerios? If you choose to do so, yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna call somebody about it. Hey, this dude pooped in my Cheerios. I feel like that should be a crime. Is it a crime?
1: I'm, it's probably a crime. Yes. Is, do I need to Google this?
0: <laughs> no. It just be. I just like. I, I kind of want.
1: It turns out everyone is a twelve-year-old boy inside, Apparently, and uh, we are because you
0: never stop laughing about poop. Anyways, never, uh, if you know what pooping in a Cheerio is <laughs> a type of crime, that is, tweet at Back to Futurama.
1: We do have at least one lawyer who listens to this, and every time we talk about <laughs> lawyery stuff,
0: uh, <laughs> lawyery stuff.
1: We, we do get some comments about it. So anyways, at this point, Fry announces to everybody, the reason I called you all here today,
0: which he didn't do that,
1: they always, they always meet here, is that I have video proof that Bender has been using my toothbrush to shine his shiny metal ass. And he then puts in this 15-inch floppy into mm-hmm. the convenient 15-inch floppy drive. Very convenient. And I'm going to start off by saying, if you're trying to catch someone on a hidden camera, make sure you've caught them before you show it to a room full of people in a dramatic reveal.
0: Yeah. Watch it first is, I think, a good piece of advice here.
1: So he starts it up and he just, he doesn't see it and he's fast forwarding and fast forwarding and he gets to like six in the morning or something.
0: I think I saw 438.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And... Bender has not used the toothbrush. And he's like, oh, well, I guess I didn't. And then he's like, wait, what's that over there? And he pans the camera over somehow.
0: It, it can record everything is what the spy guy said. Or number nine.
1: Despite the fact that it looks like it has a very obvious forward-facing lens on it.
0: It's it's the,
1: the future. It's magic technology. Got it. Wizard did it. So
0: <laughs> Wizard did it.
1: It it shows in the bedroom uh Bender and a team of doctors are harvesting one of Fry's
0: kidneys. Yep. Uh Bender's like, "Yay! That this proves I didn't polish my ass with your toothbrush." And Fry's like, "But you you took you stole my kidney. Don't change the subject.
1: You know what? I'm not a lawyer, but I'm going to say that that would work as evidence in the case of the ass toothbrush polishing
0: i feel like i don't think it would because well uh, if you're defending yourself that would work as defense yeah not exactly as an, it
1: it exonerates you from exactly the crime you are accused of doing
0: exactly just because it has another crime that you're not accused of that doesn't stop you are you are you're uh innocent on this charge
1: I would also, though, immediately then run because uh, you've got some problems in your future.
0: Yes. And you won't be getting very far. You are in a court, apparently, where there are generally cops. Fry's
1: like, hey, you stole my kidney. And he gets up and he lifts his shirt. And sure enough, he's got this big scar down his side.
0: I really like the fact that he hasn't really realized this until seeing it and not, you know, oh, I feel
1: bad. He was so excited about revealing this video he didn't even take the time to watch it Mm -hmm. to make sure he caught bender do you really think he's looking at himself in the mirror dude probably did not take a shower that day
0: no i think you misunderstand me a little bit i feel like one would have a physical reaction and feeling towards not having a body part and have been cut open in the middle of the night i like soreness soreness would be the very 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 uh small version of it, yes,
1: I have to assume, based on how much slurm fry
0: drinks okay, his kidney
1: areas are probably always in pain, that he is just ignores it's become it now. normal exactly
0: I see I think this this makes a lot of sense
1: at that point. Leela declares that she also planted a spy camera also on a fifteen inch floppy disk. So clearly they both went to for your uh, for your eyes mainly maybe 15 inch floppy disks is just the security storage format of the future i
0: mean they do have that very convenient uh slot
1: so she pops in this disk cuz she declares that she caught amy using the punching bag and also did not watch this video also did not watch it because when you have when you think you've caught someone doing you wrong on tape you gotta show that as fast as humanly possible
0: there is no time to confirm it you just have to throw it up there and hope and pray that it says what you what you want it to
1: and it turns out that it wasn't amy it was scruffy
0: chasing down a fly
1: with the golf club
0: sure uh so he hits the punching bag a couple times and then once he gets the fly he is a little forlorn like what did this solve and he walks away and then zoidberg kind of comes out of the punching bag He's like that was the worst place to sleep
1: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, he's just been living in the punching bag, apparently.
0: Yeah, you know. As you do.
1: And I do like how Scruffy is really sort of forlorn about his role in killing the fly, because he's like... What did the
0: violence solve? uh Uh-huh.
1: Like, he's still... Hours later, he's still holding the fly. Yeah. Just like, what have I done?
0: My my poor boy. (laughs) He's just so sad. He's such a, he's such a kind soul.
1: And Hermes... Yep. Hermes has also set up a spy camera on yet another 15-inch floppy disk. And he has set it up to catch Zoidberg eating his food. <laughs> and the chain of events that happens here is very upsetting.
0: Concerning th- very much, yes.
1: Because... First of all, Bender walks in, and he he walks in with the kidney. Sure, and he takes the cooler out of the fridge mm-hmm. because he's he's literally on the phone with someone right now, uh, and he's he's talking about how it needs to be kept cool. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that's no problem. Dumps out the manwich from the cooler
0: directly in onto the counter. Just, just dumps it on the it, counter. Yeah.
1: Puts the kidney in to the cooler and puts the cooler back in the fridge. And like 12 seconds later, Leela saunters over, opens up the cooler, and then just starts chowing down on the kidney. (laughs) Sarah is giving me a very (laughs) disgusted look. This was on television. For once, it's not me saying a stupid thing.
0: It's Futurama making him say a stupid (laughs) thing. So... Anyways,
1: Sarah did not approve and she didn't even have to watch it. So
0: I mean, I don't approve and I had to watch that thing.
1: Yeah, it it was not like I I feel like I can stomach a lot of really weird and a lot of really gross stuff mm-hmm. on television. I feel like the consumption of raw human kidney is maybe a little bit much. Just for me.
0: Just maybe. Even when it's a cartoon. Yeah. Even, you know, simulated raw cannibalism, s- simulated cannibal sushi. I don't like it.
1: Anyways, she chows down on it. And then. Uh,
0: Literally everyone is disgusted by this, which, of course, yes. Uh-huh. Absolutely.
1: Congratulations. You just watched your coworker eat another one of her coworker's kidneys. What are you going to do now? <laughs> the answer is not go to Disneyland because. No. You. Uh, have lost all your will to do yeah. anything forever again uh, after witnessing the horrors you have witnessed.
0: This is when the professor comes in and he's like, I don't feel very well. I think that kidney transplant was a total ripoff.
1: And they give him a quick X-ray. And I think it was the F-ray. That would make more sense. Because you got to bring everything you gotta bring back. You got to bring everything back. You know what they say about an F-ray in the first season
0: you gotta use the f ray in the last one.
1: <laughs> che- finally, an actual like Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Chekhov's uh, f ray. Yeah.
0: Um. In- so, uh, instead of a kidney where it should be in in the professor's body, it's a
1: man-witch. It's
0: the man-witch from before, <laughs> and and it's all bad. Everything's bad here. It's like
1: I was wondering why my urine tasted like a complete meal. <laughs> smelled like sorry not tasted way, I was thinking about food and urine at the same time and that's not <laughs> no that's not ever a good
0: oh Ben you've taken us all on a journey just now <laughs> um I-, I do like how the professor first says how can the pro- how can this company work function when no one trusts each other and something must be done oh I gotta go talk to a man about some ground meat
1: yeah that whole Pretty much that whole scene is challenging. Is a,
0: oh boy, oh wow, oh no, oh, for just, oh why?
1: For just so many reasons.
0: There are some left turns that, I don't want to get too much into Grades territory, but this some of the left turns this episode decides to make are just wild.
1: So uh, it cuts to the next scene where the professor is like, look what you made me do. We're going on a corporate team building retreat and nobody is happy about this.
0: Uh, except for Dan McMasters, the retreat leader, he's impossibly high energy. I mean, I feel like in order to be
1: a, uh, team, a team building retreat leader, you have to basically be exuding the energy of like seven people mm-hmm. at all times.
0: Yeah. It's, he's too powerful. He's got the energy of seven people at once.
1: Because otherwise, you get an actual normal job, but like team building coaches Mm -hmm. are just like, hey guys, we're going to be doing some fun team building activities. Oh yeah, you know you love it. Remember, it's not a retreat, it's an advance. And then like they get real excited. Also, I stole that line from Party Down. I was Mm -hmm. thinking about Party Down earlier today. It's very good. Yes, you very much Anyways, they're just like I got tired just impersonating one, and I did not have any of the physicality of it. Yeah, I like will,
0: I will say that th- that might be a pure introvert uh, thing to say.
1: Like, it's like I tried to be extrovert and sad. It's like a grumpy cat meme. I tried to be an extrovert and I hated it. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, I, I I I miss I miss old memes now. It's I'm been 84 br- years. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I get that reference now. Um I'm going to bring back some old memes. So if <laughs> Okay, what
1: what is your first meme you're going to bring back?
0: Well, c- clearly the uh the oh I we just said it. Grumpy cat. <laughs> grumpy cat. I'm starting with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a s sl- it's a slow burn. You got to start with Grumpy Cat. Okay. Maybe may- sometimes you got to mix it with the newer memes like the confused cat, confused grumpy cat. There's something there. Um, and then you got you got to go further back and get Badgers. You got to bring okay, Badgers into okay. the modern culture.
1: You know what meme I miss is socially awkward penguin because socially Very awkward good. penguin spoke to me on a lot of levels.
0: It's true. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 that you've just spoken truth to me right now, and I don't know how to respond to that it.
1: that. And office uh, uh, like ca- boss cat. I don't know what oh yeah. yeah the cat uh, with the like bus- the tie business cat? yeah
0: yeah oh some of those old memes are so good and we don't we just we we gotta push people are always like gotta get new memes out there gotta get new memes you gotta hit the you gotta hit the quotas gotta hit the ratios but sometimes there's quality in those old memes That some that those artisanal old memes
1: i feel kind of like we peaked with uh distracted boyfriend
0: i th- uh, uh
1: i don't know I I love Distracted Boyfriend.
0: It's I. It's not one of my favorites. I'll put it that. way. Okay, if
1: you have a favorite meme,
0: a uh, confused cat. Okay, which I believe you have in your personal header on Twitter. Is that
1: the name of the the
0: Garfield one that you have?
1: Oh, I didn't know that was the name of. I think th- well,
0: that's what I call it. <laughs> Where the lady's yelling. It's uh-huh. like, but I didn't. Yeah, I th- I think it's confused cat. I just love the the image of the cat. It's very funny.
1: I need to double check. I would have never... Okay. Cat meme. Uh, Yeah, okay. That's confused cat. Weird. I always called it woman yelling at cat. But
0: I mean that also kind of works.
1: Anyways, yeah, it's literally my Facebook header right now in Garfield format. So clearly, I love that meme as well. So, anyways, <laughs> enough about memes. Let's talk about you.
0: Let's let's describe more visual things on a, on an audio podcast. <laughs> I can't see her. What is she doing?
1: She she gave me a, a knowing smile because I said enough about memes. Let's talk about you.
0: Oh, and I didn't even <laughs>
1: see the word play.
0: <laughs> Uh-huh. I was Thank you, too, Sarah. F- I was too focused on making an audio podcast visual meme discussion. I did not see the wordplay, which is fits 100% in the, the audio podcast that we do.
1: Aside from Dan McMasters, the very exci- My note about Dan McMasters, by the way, being a, a corporate team building retreat guy, mm-hmm. my note about him is, Dan McMasters is exactly the kind of guy you expect.
0: Yep. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but in
1: addition to Dan McMaster's, there's also Jackie Jr., mm-hmm. who is Scruffy's apprentice. He's dressed exactly like Scruffy. Exactly.
0: Scruffy brought him along because it would be good to, for him to meet everybody on the team. And then when uh, Jackie Jr. says, who's that, to Leela, uh, Scruffy's like, I don't know. So they all hop on the Planet
1: Express ship and they are flying through the galaxy and... uh. Dan McMaster says that they'll be doing trust falls, thousands of trust falls from every possible height and angle and
0: every possible gravity, I believe. Yes.
1: Th- I knew that was a thing I was forgetting. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, just going to say high gravity, high height, not my kind of trust not, fall.
0: Not a good trust fall.
1: So the very first thing Dan does to point out just how trusting he is is he spots a hitchhiker up on an asteroid ahead and he
0: says, Leela, pull over. Let's pick up that hitchhiker. Um, He wants to go to Andromeda, but it's like, as long as you don't drop me off on an asteroid like the last guy did.
1: So Dan says, first, he's going to demonstrate. He's going to do a trust fall with his new hitchhiker friend here. And just as he's about to do the trust fall, Like, the hitchhiker's stomach just, like, opens up into a big, weird alien mouth and just eats Dan in one go. One go. And then it turns into this little green alien thing Mm -hmm. and scuttles off into
0: the vents. Uh, There's a discussion about installing alien-proof vents. Unfortunately, that's on Scruffy's list. It's not happened yet. Um, But the power shuts down, and now the team is adrift in space. It's a real, real horror situation.
1: Very reminiscent of the 1979 classic film Alien.
0: Yes, very much so. A movie that I have seen and love. A movie that I will not see. I am a baby, (laughs) and I will not be seeing a horror movie, thank you.
1: So I watch that movie every Halloween. I understand. And... One year, I said I was going to do that, and Sarah was like, "Oh, I haven't seen it." And I was like, "Cause for for many years, I thought I didn't do horror movies, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh, I mean, you know, I don't do horror movies, but I watch it. It's not that bad." Um, spoiler alert: it is a horror movie. Yes. Sarah still talks to me for some reason after that because I don't know she why. did not enjoy it.
0: I'd be on her side. Um. Yeah. So um I will not be watching it for for y- you just described your Halloween. My Halloween was Halloween Town, the Disney Channel movie. It was a little much. <laughs> 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 no, it was fine. Uh I believe last year we did Hocus Pocus.
1: Uh, classic.
0: And often we do we do sometimes do The Nightmare Before Christmas because Stacy loves that movie and and some people disagree that it's a Halloween film. But it, we will watch it on Halloween.
1: Define some people. Follow-up question. Is that some people? You.
0: I mean, it's an <laughs> enjoyable movie. It's... There are significant portions of it at Halloween, and there are significant portions of it you at Christmas. You are dodging the question. I am very much so. <laughs> so... It's, it is one of those movies that kind of... You could watch either time, and it doesn't quite fit, and it probably isn't my favorite at those times together okay like if i'm gonna watch a, a movie on halloween it's probably be hocus pocus and if i'm gonna watch a movie at christmas it's a, gonna be a christmas story okay because i gotta see flick get his tongue stuck to that pole
1: if i'm gonna watch a christmas movie it's die hard sure no, so I, under-
0: I knew exactly where you were uh-huh. going with that
1: yeah you were like okay sure what i wasn't even i hadn't finished the sentence
0: and i'm already like yeah yeah i know uh
1: <laughs> Anyways, my the thing—the thing that my Halloween movie and Christmas movie both have in common—is uh, crawling around in vents. It's so true. Anyways, the alien goes and crawls around in vents. Before- See, it's a mo- it's a segue.
0: <laughs> I was about to say the thing before the segue, so now I have to drag us back <sighs> from the segue back to the the. Uh, so, some people say that Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, but maybe Christmas isn't a Die Hard movie.
1: You dragged us back from the segue for that.
0: <laughs> yes, I saw it online and I thought it was funny, but it didn't work.
1: Anyways, you can cut the, this
0: part out and just fig- go with the segue, I guess. Anyways,
1: the thing that both my Halloween movie <laughs> and my Christmas movie have in common is there's a lot of crawling around in vents. And then, so, anyways, the alien crawls around in an event. Perfect segue. Nailed it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> they are like, well, crap. Any one of us could be eaten next. It could be Fry, it could be Leela. It could be Bender, it could be Jackie Jr., and at that moment, uh, the alien pops out and just devours uh, Jackie Jr.
0: It's almost like the alien knew he was a red shirt. Bender's even like, that took longer than I expected. (laughs) The professor gets everyone into the ship's panic room, which Fry and Leela didn't know about it, and that it would have come in handy like 50 times. Luckily... This panic room has enough
1: food and board games to survive for weeks.
0: Good sign. Uh, Except for the oxygen supply immediately shuts off.
1: Also, by definition, if you're there for weeks, it's also a room where you eliminate waste if you choose to do so.
0: I mean, I think there's no choice, (laughs) my friend. Uh, I think if you're there for weeks, you got to choose a corner.
1: But yes, the oxygen supply.
0: You got to find the poop corner. You just got to choose it.
1: The oxygen supply stops, uh, and immediately the professor is like, we'll be dead within an hour.
0: I mean, fair. I mean, you know, uh, Bender's very disappointed that everyone will die because then no one will ghostwrite his autobiography. Maybe they'll
1: double ghostwrite it because there'll be ghosts. Ooh, I like where this is going. So the professor... It's not going anywhere. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. We spent so much time talking about memes and Christmas and Halloween movies. I figured we could probably
0: figure out a goof about a ghost, but apparently not. I do. I do. I'm looking at the amount of notes I have left. (laughs) Yes. Let's keep going.
1: Also, I feel like we've done the ghost thing an awful lot on this podcast. Yeah, but
0: the McElroys talk about horses how often? They're sending a horse to horse college.
1: So the professor splits the group up into three teams. Hermes and Zoidberg will go find out what has caused the life support system to fail. Mm -hmm. So they, too, have to crawl around in some ducts, just like Aliens and John McClane. Mm -hmm. uh, Canonically, my Halloween and Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. Amy and Leela will have to go back to the bridge and retrieve the steering wheel so that they can steer the ship from here. Just like your Halloween and Christmas movies, where they have to go to a ship's bridge? I don't remember any ships in either of those. Nope, that segue didn't work. That's so, fair. Uh, and meanwhile, Fry and Bender have to spacewalk out onto the hall to relight the pilot light on the engine.
0: Isn't it peculiar how they, how the teams kind of break down to who's having a fight at that moment? Exactly. It seems surprisingly just. Co- what a crazy random happenstance. Exactly. Um. Everyone complains about their team membership, but the professor's like, get it. You gotta get going. Go go go. And then locks the panic room like fifty times.
1: Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scruffy's there, and he's like, he's already set up the board game, and he's like, the name of the game is Candyland.
0: I wouldn't want to play Candyland with Scruffy. I know he's a ringer. It's true. He's undefeated at Candyland. Probably he f- if he's if he's starting a game of Candyland, being the name of the game is Candyland. Th- there's no way I'm winning. There's no way. He's a Candyland shark. He's a Candyland mm-hmm.
1: man. So we start off um, out on the out in the airlock where bowling is prohibited. It's a weird thing to add to the
0: airlock sign, but fine. G- Probably a reference to something that I don't know. Probably. Uh, but I mean, it also makes sense because glass and boom. Bad,
1: Just not enough room to bowl in there, really.
0: I mean, heavy bowling balls like feel like a bad thing.
1: Uh, so Fry and Bender still don't trust each other. Fry's even like, no, you go out first. I don't want you locking me outside. Like, how?
0: Uh, he learned something from Calculon 2.0's performance.
1: It's true. <laughs>
0: I forgot about that one-man <laughs> show. Um,
1: So they go outside and... and um, Fry
0: immediately starts floating away
1: because he forgot his man- magnetic shoes. The important thing is that he... That it is immediately after he says, the only person I trust is myself. And then, help, I forgot my magnetic yeah. shoes.
0: He let himself down in that moment almost immediately after fully giving himself that trust it's the amount of time from fully trusting to oh crap i screwed up
1: they make it out to the back of the ship where bender manages to relight the pilot light weird that this
0: is how the ship works but okay (laughs) yeah it is very odd i'm not going to question it me neither um it does happen that as his head is kind of directly in front of the engine the engine completely refires
1: and in the process, his gyroscope melts, and he is now out of control because he has zero sense of balance.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we, we we see what's going on with Zoidberg and Hermes, who are crawling through vents and kind of bickering back and forth about the lunch. Like so many holiday movies.
1: So, yeah, they are still very upset with each other. Um And they managed to make it to the fan that is pumping the life support, Mm -hmm. uh, all the oxygen and everything. And it is jammed with Jackie Jr.'s skull. Uh, It's blocking the doodad, as Zoidberg calls it, by Mm -hmm. which he means the intake fan.
0: I think he he should probably know what a fan is, but doodad is fine. He's a doctor, not an engineer. And we all know how good of a doctor he is. Uh, Zoidberg grabs... His, much like... He, ass did, he did toothbrush. call it a skull. Much like ass toothbrush
1: versus kidney stealing, his doctoring is not on trial here, only his <laughs> engineering.
0: I like. I, <laughs> there was a longer walk to that one than I think either uh-huh. of us anticipated. It was a
1: longer walk up than that joke deserved. Also, I've said ass toothbrush so many times in this episode. I am not comfortable with it anymore.
0: (laughs) At the beginning, totally comfortable with it. At the end, I don't like it. Um, So Zoeberg ends up grabbing uh, Jackie Jr.'s skull and the fan starts back up and everything's good now, except Hermes noticed something coming up on his scanner.
1: It's fine. It's just a cute chinchilla. Oh, it's a cute
0: little chinchilla and then it's eaten by the alien.
1: And then somehow Hermes falls like halfway through the the duct.
0: Yeah, he's he's panicking and kind of like I think he slides down a little bit and kind of breaks through the metal.
1: And Zoidberg says, "Don't panic. We'll be okay." And then the the dot's coming back on the uh scanner and he's like "Addendum.
0: I Love that joke It's so much. a very good
1: delivery. It's so good. Um, it's,
0: it hurts. It's so good. The choice of the word addendum is just like that. That joke is A plus in my mind.
1: Oh, yeah. It's very good. Uh, meanwhile, Amy and Leela are down in the basement of the ship, which the alien won't know about because the basement is a secret. Unless Amy posted this secret on Facebook, too, just like the last secret Leela talked about. I did not catch what secret it was. The secret was that uh, Leela used a jockstrap and thought it was a thong.
0: Right. Yes. Th- there was a reason I had blocked that out and didn't write it down.
1: I mean, as far as secrets go, like, it's embarrassing. Yes. But, like, you get over that. Yeah. That's not like that's not the worst thing. It's not like you cheated on somebody or, like, killed somebody with your car or,
0: like... H- had a secret coven of rats. What? <laughs> can, I don't have a secret coven of rats. Can, That's what can I'm you? Saying here. Can
1: you explain? Okay, podcast on pause.
0: Can you explain
1: <laughs> what the ever-loving heck a coven of rats is? Well, you know what rats are. I'm familiar.
0: Well, coven. <laughs> <laughs> a coven is a, a for me a way to say a collection which i know is not quite accurate um of rats but their secret which is coven i don't know man. so <laughs> they said some funny words that sounded weird <laughs> how, how is this different than other so joke uh, so I've a, made
1: so a coven of rats if i'm following is just a group of rats that is also a secret
0: but named funnily.
1: But named funnily. Yes. Named after a funnel. Okay, got it. <laughs> yes.
0: Pa- un, 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 Coven, un, have you not met Coven, my funnel?
1: Unpause podcast. So, anyways. I don't believe you paused it. I said it, so it must be true. I so, still don't believe you. Anyways. It's um, funnier if you They are in, the, so b- in the that's basement. They are in the basement and they are arguing um, about things that have nothing to do with covens of rats
0: and well nothing to co- <laughs> nothing to do with covens of rats
1: okay i'm gonna google the phrase coven of rats because i want to know if any person in the history of the <laughs> world has ever used that phrase you, up until this you point. gotta
0: wrap it in quotes my man
1: oh it's it's in quotes oh good good coven of rats number of hits tell me now Thirty one point five thousand. Woo! uh there is a book on amazon
0: is it called coven of rats
1: coven of rats
0: what oh i kind of want to buy it but mostly not because that's a weird thing to do
1: coven of rats by nicholas Hanna. middle age readers it starts out so that's good to know isabella pastoni has a secret In the quiet solitude of her fruit cellar, she practices witchcraft, an old tradition her grandmother has been teaching her for years. But on the night of her 13th birthday, everything changes. A dream, a warning, (laughs) a betrayal, a threat. Isabella's life is suddenly turned upside down as she questions her beliefs, her faith, and even herself. Thus begins a journey fraught with danger, surprises, and terror as an evil force vows to destroy her. And the only help she can depend on is from her four rats in her cellar. Coven of Rats is the story of one girl's quest for maturity, answers, and love as she races against the clock to save her life. And time is running out. You can
0: find Coven of Rats on Amazon. Uh, Thank you for this (laughs) sponsored copy. (laughs) Okay, so there you go. Um, I like the idea that we slip some native advertising in for Coven of Rats because I did a bad word.
1: There's a song called The Coven of Rats uh, by Descent. It's on Spotify. Cool.
0: I wonder how that sounds. Um,
1: Basically, all of the results are either that book or that song. So So, two
0: two other places in which this has been said or written congratulations
1: you're the third person ever to use the phrase coven of rats
0: soon we will be in that google search
1: i gotta put it in the show notes you gotta, now. There's
0: <laughs> no way around
1: it so anyways in the basement they see the alien
0: <laughs> no not with rats
1: there are no rats
0: i can only trust the rats
1: thanks isabella so <laughs> uh So anyways, uh, they see the alien and it grabs Leela and Leela tells Amy to run and she's like, you can't tell me what to do. And she takes out a golf club and hits a ball directly into the alien and it drops Leela and then they run off after that point.
0: It's a real good uh, hit of the golf club. And man, I wish I was that good at golf.
1: I wish I was that accurate in anything that I do. Fair enough. Back outside in space. Bender is panicking and has no balance. And uh, in the process, as as Fry is trying to help Bender back inside, Mm -hmm. he manages to smash Fry's helmet. Yep.
0: And so now Fry just can't breathe because he has no helmet. He's exposed to the void of space. Um, Bender's like, stop dying and fix the gyroscope, and just stuffs Fry into his compartment. Fry's like, I don't even know what a gyroscope is. Apparently there's oxygen in that compartment.
1: Well, he comes up with a... I, okay, I was going to say he comes up with a great idea, but he comes up with sort of a magic idea where he sort of merges with Bender somehow.
0: Yeah, he kind of uses Bender as a suit.
1: It's a challenging phrase, but that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Back to the
0: Futurama. <laughs> challenging thoughts.
1: Uh, I mean, we've talked about eating kidneys, covens of
0: rats, and now this. No challenging language, only challenging thoughts so as long as Ben remembers to to cut out the challenging word I said
1: so yes Fry is now wearing Bender like a suit and so Bender sort of contorts to look a little bit more like Fry yeah it's really really weird and then they're like hey we did it we did it together let's call ourselves Friender the the first portmanteau of the episode uh as a portmanteau, great. I'm going to give Friender a B. Yeah, it's Because good. it's pretty good, but it sounds like an app, like a dating app where you actually just want to meet friends and not romantic partners. Yeah.
0: No, I, you know what? That 100%. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: meanwhile, in the bridge, Amy and Leela managed to get the steering wheel, uh, which you would think that the, the panic room would have a steering wheel in it already
0: because it's got an interface to control it. But, you know... You can only... I, I I get it. But at the same time, does the Planet Express feel like a place that owns two steering wheels? No,
1: you're right. <laughs> uh, so they get the steering wheel and Amy's like, yay, lamey!" Which has a portmanteau. I'm going to give a D. Oh, I, you're being a little bit more generous with that than I am. Because I'm going to give it an F. It flows off the tongue really well. But it... Is it is not it does not imply quality.
0: I... no. Uh it also it you know is probably problematic for uh for those that have disabilities. Um but also it's very just bad. It's just a bad one. I'm gonna give it a D. I would have said gone Lily, but then then at that point, like, you know, that would be that would have been like a not joke one, I suppose.
1: And then they find the uh, they find Hermes' legs hanging out of a duct, it's the alien, and they just start whacking it. Wait, phrasing <laughs> challenging thoughts. They just <laughs> <God. clears throat> this might be the first episode where I need to actually do a whole bloopers uh reel. Oh my
0: god, what is happening?
1: They find Hermes' legs and they just start beating it up because they think it's the alien. Sure. And meanwhile, Hermes up in the vent is thinking that he is getting attacked by this alien. Uh, and so Zoidberg's plan is to uh, have, uh, he tells Hermes, you fight off the monster with kicks and farts while I cover you up in some slippery ink.
0: I mean, Hermes doesn't, have much else to defend himself down there? When all you've got is legs and a butt, you can kick and you can fart. It's true. those are your defense <laughs> that's mechanisms. It, that's it. And you know, uh Zoidberg also coins Hermberg. Um, I'm gonna give Hermberg
1: a C. Yeah,
0: it feels it. it it's not great. It's not great. But you probably you could have done worse. Could have done. You could have done better. It's average. You could have been Zoides. I kind of would have liked that. Is the problem. Like, I think that would have been the point where I went A, you went D. Because <laughs> Zoides sounds very funny.
1: Zoides sounds like a cereal for children that I don't want to eat. Like something just hyper sugary.
0: I would try it. That sounds pretty good, actually.
1: Hermes falls through the hole, and they're like, oh we thought you were the monster and Hermes like, I thought you were the monster and they all have a good laugh about it while they're all about
0: to die. And then uh Frender comes back um, and Fry kind of emerges from Bender. Um, and Bender still has this problem with the gyroscope, but Amy hits him directly in the head and it spins for a while and then it's fixed. Even though it was melted before. Uh Huh? I have no additional comment. <laughs> uh, he celebrates with some handsprings. Um, and then is face-to-face with the alien, which bears its teeth at him. But they have
1: now completed all of their tasks, so they run to the panic room. The professor's like, just goes to show how anything is possible when you work together. Um, And then the professor reveals there never really was a creature. It was just a whole training exercise, so you'd learn the value of teamwork.
0: You know we probably should be mad, but it was super effective. And they all kind of talk through their issues. And it's like, I really, I, I, you know, mistake, you know, I made a mistake and you did a great job. And, and as Hermes is complimenting Zoidberg, the professor eats Hermes because he's the creature.
1: And I really like that Scruffy is just like, uh, yup. He knew it. He was there the whole time. I mean, when you're playing Candyland and you are as good at Candyland as as Scruffy is, he probably knows the professor's exact sort of play style. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if someone is playing different Candyland strategies, you're like, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't quite place exactly what it is, but you know, something's
0: wrong. Yeah. That's what I've always called Candyland, a game of strategies. (laughs) A game of strategies. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. So
1: the professor... Uh, turns into the the creature and scuttles off. And then the professor comes back from the side of the the shot and he says that uh, the creature is actually a shapeshifter. It knocked
0: him out so that it could assume the professor's form and eat Hermes scruffy's like i wasn't fooled and then the professor eats him and reveals himself to be the alien again right the alien runs off and then the professor comes back into the shot exactly like he did before no one believes him now because he's saying the exact same thing before except for amy who kind of gets closer but twist amy's the creature this time and she eats the professor
1: and then runs off and so they all run out of the panic room And Leela declares it's time to solve this the old-fashioned way, by shooting it. And she loads them all up with guns. Well,
0: Bender says, you can't give everyone guns. What if one of us is the creature? You know, Leela, Amy, Zoidberg, Zoidberg.
1: And so the two Zoidbergs look at each other. And one of them says, one of us must be the creature. And the other one says, is it me, maybe? And then, like, I like the joke that Zoidberg is like, yeah. Maybe I'm the weird alien creature that keeps eating everybody. But he's not. But he's not.
0: He's he's the eaten. He's um, never the eater, only the eat e.
1: So Fry and Leela run off and hide in a pantry, I think. Something like that. And Leela says that she can trust Fry. She, he's the only one she can trust because she knows him well enough that no other creature could fool her.
0: Uh, Fry's like, you shouldn't trust anyone, especially not me. Um, Leela's so scared, uh, just just kiss me. And they both put down their guns and start kissing.
1: But she keeps kind of biting him on the lip a little bit. And he's like, you keep biting me on the lip. Wait, is she the one? I think she's yes. the one. Yes.
0: Leela's biting his lip um, and he's like, I know what's going on. I'm the monster. And then Fry eats Leela. Which is <laughs> really funny. Amy is
1: running in like the boiler room area yep. and Bender is sort of hiding. Uh, and she's uh, Amy's like, Hey, wait, are those ears? And sure enough, he's got two human ears on the <laughs> side of his head. He's this, like, no, I've always had those.
0: This is the funniest thing. Cause Amy, <laughs> Amy's like, no, you haven't. And Bender's like, he s- literally says, i you know i just can't keep track of every little detail and then eats her because he's the monster <laughs> and it's the funniest scene in the episode for me because it's like i just come it's it's very much like play with me in the space like right come on
1: like okay like i get it fine i swear you don't have to run my face in it like it's a lot of information <laughs> to keep track of
0: i'm trying my hardest there's a lot of you
1: back with fry and bender uh they're the only ones left at this point they are backing up and they sort of back into each other and they go through the the sort of uh stereotypical like i'm gonna ask you something only the real you would know but it's all questions that they can't answer because the first one (laughs) is
0: uh what did fry give bender on his last birthday and neither of them remember and then fry (laughs) bender asks fry what the square root of two thousand three hundred and forty five point four is and fry's like that's not something i would know Uh i did do the math it is uh around forty eight
1: point four three okay good to know it just in case i ever have to verify if you're an alien or not i will ask you that exact same question
0: and i will be like i don't remember what it was i remember hold on can i listen to the podcast and you'd be like okay it's you i got it
1: uh you would just be like Jaguars, weird Al. And I'd be like, all right, cool. That checks out. <laughs> that
0: checks out. That's that's a that toe to tip, that's a mic. Uh,
1: and then the last question is Fry asks, is what color shirt am I wearing? And Bender's like, if I was the monster, I would just look at your shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the bu- the 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 logic is bulletproof.
1: So they are panicking because they they know that are they're up next um and they start sort of confessing to each other bender's like i just want you to know that
0: i did polish my ass with your toothbrush fry admits his jealousy of how shiny bender's ass is and sometimes he unpolishes it with sandpaper
1: and at that point dan mcmasters comes back in and he's like you two have really learned the power of trust Uh, it turns out there wasn't a monster the whole time uh, the whole thing was just a big team building experience. Um, they ask about the the hitchhiker guy. And he's like, no, I mean, my partner, Borgulax. Yeah. Yeah. He just uses his shape shifting, but he only uses it for team building and not evil. Yeah. He's a business major from Princeton. I would argue team building
0: kind of evil. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you're going with that. And I liked it very much. Uh, so no one is dead. Everyone's on the bridge having a pizza party. Let's put the guns down and join us. They don't trust him and they just... They shoot Dan into a
1: fine powder.
0: Yeah, it's... It's a lot.
1: It is a powder that they think moved and so they shoot it some more.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the group comes in with pizzas and say, Hey, you're going gonna to come to the party or not?
1: Yeah. Dan is
0: a really nice guy, it actually turns out. and uh, And Fry and Bender kind of like realize they just killed a man. Uh-huh. So uh back at planet express they do i do want to point out uh uh uh, one thing they do sweep the dust of mcmaster's under a panel on the floor
1: it's a such a tiny little insignificant bit of dust at this point that i'm like even if they found it they're not gonna be like wait a minute this looks like dan mcmaster's (laughs) dust yeah
0: it's nothing it's like i i hold on there's some dust on this table oh my god steven
1: so back at planet express they're watching the news and it, uh, we find out that Dan McMasters has been missing for 2 weeks
0: and he's a celebrated business consultant and he's being reported about on the news
1: and uh both Fry and Bender are like yeah we we can't tell anyone what really happened morbo they,
0: says there are no leads but police are offering a million dollar reward and then <laughs> and then in
1: some classic game theory here yeah uh Linda adds that also, it turns out that if there are two killers, the police are offering a rare deal where they will offer total immunity to the first person to turn in the other, as well as a double reward.
0: And- two million dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so this joke's so good. Uh huh. It's so good. And so they, uh, I mean, it's not it's not a totally classic Prisoner's Dilemma, but like, clearly one of the writers was like, I read about some game theory this week. Yeah. Let's end the episode <laughs> this way.
0: Um, well, I mean, they do have like multiple like math and... It's true. Major- they
1: probably like they- majored in game theory. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, um, I can
0: finally use this.
1: They probably wrote like their master's uh, yeah. thesis on game theory or something. Anyways... So yeah, they both the episode ends with both of them just sort of staring at each other and then staring at a phone on the table mm-hmm. uh, and we don't find out who calls first because it cuts to credits, and that means it is time for grades I actually really enjoyed this episode. um, I thought it was really good. the jokes were phenomenal mm-hmm. um which is sort of weird because I feel like a lot of like. Well, I mean the the jokes themselves weren't like you know the really like smart nerd jokes that we got in a lot of classic. Uh, there's sure. a lot of good references to like Alien and and the like, and we do get some some fun wordplay. So overall, I think the jokes are great. Um, this the whole episode has sort of a really frantic energy, mm. which. I feel like in, it's not truly like a bottle episode because like the first half of the episode takes place at Planet Express, but it's kind of, it's kind of like a bottle episode. Sure. And I feel like in a lot of the episodes where I'm like, oh, it just felt too fast paced. It's because they're zipping around Italy and under catacombs and back to whole different planets and this and that and that. This, I feel like that frantic energy worked because of that sort of like, oh, no, we're on this ship with this alien who's going to eat us all one by one. Yeah. And that like the scene where the professor keeps coming back and he's the alien and then he's back and he's the alien and then Amy's the alien. Like, it's so fast paced and it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But in this context, that actually really works. I really enjoyed it. I honestly don't know that I have any real complaints about this episode. Um I would say, I mean, it's not it's not one of the the cream of the crop like standout ones. Sure. Um but I mean it's up there. It's getting pretty close. I'm gonna give it an A.
0: Fair enough. I uh I don't think I disagree with you very much, actually. Um I do think that you're absolutely right about. The keying on the the frantic nature of the episode compared to to sometimes when they're going through Italy or whatever finding out things and i think I think there's a key point here that frantic nature in a horror context makes that more effective because you're kind of in the shoes of the main characters because it's they are trying not to die they are panicking they are making quick choices they are making you know they are being fast about things in you know um like the Da Vinci code kind of stuff that we saw Mm -hmm. like that franticness was because we had to just jam so much stuff in. Right. And I think that's where the divide happens because the horror franticness kind of fits the genre better than the adventuring franticness um, where adventuring, sometimes you need that stuff to breathe. Uh Um, That being said, I think, I, I think it's very funny. I, 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 it, Futurama doesn't usually go this dark. It's, Pretty dark.
1: Uh I mean, yeah, it gets uh it's dark but irreverent at the same time.
0: Yes, that's a good way to put it, but I also think it generally is the irreverent but not as dark. But this one has, you know, accidental cannibalism, murdering a man, turning in your friend for too Yeah, that, that
1: ending was a little rough. Uh that <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, I mean uh-huh. like legitimately and like it is styled after a horror movie. Uh, there are you know like you said aliens and you know i think there's some homages to the thing i think somewhere but mm-hmm. again i don't know and i won't know because i'm not watching horror movies and that's not what what i'm going to do that being said i don't really have any way any reasons to disagree with you i think it's a very very well made episode i think it's very funny i'm going to give it an A as well
1: excellent uh we also want to know what you think about this episode about uh, what your favorite meme is. Um, How do you feel
0: about the book Coven of Rats? Yeah, Or if the you, song Coven of Rats? If you
1: are the author of Coven of Rats, please let us know. Um,
0: You're welcome for the free uh, <laughs> p- publicity and uh-huh. reading of your Amazon any listing. Pu-
1: any publicity is good publicity.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I suppose... No. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, I don't know. Uh
1: we wanna know about
0: we will let you know if we get a check in the mail because <laughs> of it.
1: We wanna know about all of these things and more. Uh you can let us know by emailing us at back to the futurama podcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet at us at back to futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to futurama.
0: We are on Apple Podcasts Spotify and who knows, maybe Pandora. So, find us there, rate us, review, subscribe, and send to your friends, and let's all join a coven of rats.
1: That's <laughs> going to be a no from me. Thanks. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. It's been cutting back in uh, right before we say our goodbyes for the episode. We did forget to mention that the supercut of Mike Watches the 1997 hit James Cameron film Titanic is up on our Patreon right now. Uh, It is available to everyone, whether or not you are a patron, even if you don't have a Patreon account, just head over to patreon.com slash back to Futurama. You can check it out right now. It's live. Uh, Enjoy. And now back to our regularly scheduled outro. And uh, as we are wrapping up on the series as a whole, um, It's,
0: it's wild that we're here.
1: Uh huh. Uh, we also want to hear from you just in general about this podcast, about Futurama in general. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a wrap up show when all is said and done Mm -hmm. and we want to hear from you. So if you, uh, want to email us either, send us, um, just an email message and we'll read it on the, the wrap up. Uh, if you want to record yourself saying some things, uh, we'll play it on the, the wrap up. Um, just you know, if you have thoughts about this podcast or about Futurama in general, uh what would you like to see uh, happen no. in more Futurama if we got it? You know, just let us know whatever um we we uh, don't have a whole lot else planned for that episode. So we're relying entirely on you, our coven of rats
0: Coven of rats <laughs> Coven of rats. League of Jeremy's, Covenant of Rats, it's all great. (laughs) Join our League of Jeremy's fan group run by Superfan Laura. It's a wonderful time. And uh, I think that is going to do it for us
1: this week. I
0: think we have done...
1: Far too much. An
0: incredible amount way past where we should have.
1: So until next time, when we talk about the penultimate episode (laughs) of Futurama...
0: <laughs> you know, Snug up real I, quick, didn't it? It did, and I knew, I knew it. Is. I know it is, but it also, when you say it in those terms, it feels very definitive. I'm Ben, and I'm Mike. Goodbye,
1: Goodbye from the world of tomorrow.